Hello, 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 you guys. I know that we are live. I'm just going to try to give some, a few to come in before we get started. We're also waiting for Enlil. Today's topic is who are they? Um, we got some a little bit of information for you guys. Hope you guys uh, have an open mind and an open heart. Again, this is all based on opinion. We do have some research that we have found, and we would like to let you guys know what is going on out here in the world or in and or history. Um, this is based off of our opinion. We don't want to go against what anybody else believes. If you have any information that you want to give or you want to ask, that we can give, we're willing to do so, and we're asking for any information that you may want to share. We want to hear from you guys, and we want you guys to learn to, I guess, enjoy who we are and what we bring to the table. Again, I know that we are live, and we're kind of trying to wait for Lil to come in, but thank you for coming to Consistently Rolling. At this moment, those that are still watching, like I said, um, we're trying to kind of wait for Enlil to come in. If at all possible, if you have any questions or comments, can you please leave them in the chat at this time? Because we will have you guys' um, comments and or questions up in a few minutes. Well, hi, you guys. I'm kind of here. I'm going to try to share some information with you guys if no one knows what that picture is. That is about um, a deity or the story of a deity that they have called the Anunnaki's. Me and Lil have done a little bit of research about these uh, deities. They are, to be told, to be the recreation or the reconstruction of the first homo sapien. Um, I kind of wanted and Lil to give you guys some information about it because this is more his expertise. One second. 
just to give a little bit of um, history about what we're talking about, we're just going to go to the Wikipedia that lets us know what uh, the Anunnaki's were. The Anunnaki's, what they say, are a group of deities of an ancient Sumerian uh, or Babylonian culture. Oh, here he is. Anybody there? I'm here. Oh, okay. Hi. Hopefully uh, I don't lose my signal. I'm still driving. Okay. Well, we were just I was just trying to get of give a little bit of history or get started about what we're talking about as far as the Anunnaki's. Like I said, I was gonna let you lead this this time. Okay, all right, hold on one second. Here, let me get my little thing up together. So, okay, so you want to talk about um, the Anunnaki's or the creation, the creation of human? And let me know um, if, I, if, if my signal goes out or anything. Let me know. I definitely will. We can go with the creation of humans and how they play a role. So let's start at the beginning. Okay, start at the beginning. So in the beginning, there was nothing in space. Now I'm just looking. So, um, so, um, let's go back. Let's let's see if anybody. Let's try to make everybody. Well, let me say this first. Okay, first of all, we get into all this. I want to say um, one. Um, we'll still give our prayers out to the war. They they call us ceasefire. Um, hopefully they will get this uh, settled really quick here because many people are dying for nothing. Um, two, I want to uh, give a quick prayer. Prayer. Um, and ask God to guide me in my wisdoms and word, because what I'm about to say is very controversial. Um, some people take this very personal um, or take it to heart. And I'm, I'm, I'm not here to offend the body. I'm just here to share a little bit of information and have a conversation. Basically, that's all I want to do. Um, you can uh, take what I, what I put out here on the platform um, and do your own research. I encourage that. Please do your own research. Um, the information is out there. Just because you're not aware of it, aware of it does not mean that it does not exist. All right. And with that being said. Um, For people who are um, watching, can you please let us know if you can hear us? The, that is what I'm trying to figure out at this yeah. moment. Yeah, let us know if you can hear us pretty good and all that kind of stuff like that. And weigh in on some comments, too. Um, please, you're more than welcome. Um, maybe I can get a little get a little phone line uh, set up too. Yeah, have have people call in. But anyway, so so let's talk about this thing. So, um, from my understanding, right, uh, and I want you to weigh in on this as well. Um, when it comes to the creation of human, it all started in the beginning when God yeah, created the heavens. Anyway, so go ahead. What was that? that oh, okay. Was but God God created heavens and the earth, right? And mm -hmm. then, uh, and then, uh, you know, fast forward in time, and God created created a man out of out of clay, and man was lonely, and created took the rib of the man, which his name was Adam, and uh, created a woman named Eve, and uh, thus starts the whole human race. They had two boys, Cain and Abel, and so forth and so forth. Well, when um, and that's how I was raised up as a little kid. That's why I went to Sunday school. I was raised as a Christian. Um, used to go church every Sunday and Wednesdays with my mom, with my grandmas, and my aunt, um, the whole nine yards. But uh, as I got older, and uh, because, uh, you know, my family background, um, 
I start to realize there's certain discrepancies in this thing we call religion, uh, especially the religion that I was in. I don't know what religion you other guys are in, but in my, my Christian religion. So I started asking questions. And of course, when you ask elders questions, it's blasphemy, it's against, you know, it's evil, you're not supposed to do that, but, you know, I'm paying attention to that stuff. So I did. And I started doing my research. And out of, out of almost, let me see, I'm 52, so I'm going to say about 29, almost 30 years of researching on various things, especially with religion, um, I ran across a thing called the, the Sumerian Tablet, or the Sumerian, and they wrote a story that sounds very similar to the Bible, like like almost word, word for word verbatim. And um, the Sumerians talked about a, a planet called Nibiru. They come around 80, 80, every 36,000 years or 30,000 years the planet comes to come near our planet. Cause havoc too. Um, and on this planet, Nibiru, was a race of uh, beings called the Anunnaki's on the Anu. The Anunnaki's um, planet was dying, so they had to figure out a way to save their atmosphere, their environment. They couldn't grow food. They couldn't um, live. Their, their oxygen was depleted in the atmosphere. And um, what they needed was gold. So it took them many, many years uh, throughout the universe until they ran across Earth. They found Earth. Um, and when they came here to Earth, they you kind of going in and out. The regular, uh, the regular gold. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going in and out. Okay, so my, my bars are pretty, pretty decent. I'm trying to find somewhere I pay to pull over so I can get really comfortable, get my notes and everything. But um, anyway, so yeah, they 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 found Earth. They they started mining for gold. So what they did was they. They had a race. They, they had a race of humans with them called the Igigis, I G I G S, Igigis. These humans were slave humans that they they created, and um, to they do all the mining, underground mining, and, and um, digging for the gold. Um, and so the Igigis were pissed off. They were upset. They didn't want to be low class people. They didn't. They wanted to, uh, you know, um, be more accepted by the Anunnaki's. So. The, um, it was the father. His name was um, Anu. It was the I'm sorry, you guys. They were having stuff. One boy was already Anu. Okay, that's what, yeah. That's what makes them um, stepbrothers, had brothers. But it was it was Inky and and Lil. They also had a sister named um, Akiki. Akiki. Um, Akiki was say she was the Inki was the goddess of and and um and um and, I mean yeah and, and Lil was it was the goddess of the water okay and he was also in charge of keeping the um earth separated from heaven okay so. When the Igigis um, started rebelling and fighting the Anunnaki, the Anunnaki decided to create it, create humans. Okay, so with this child and humans, they start mixing DNA of the human to the DNA of the Anunnaki. Of course, some of these Anunnaki babies have breathed, come out very tall, very big, deformed. Um, some of them were just, you know, evil. Um, they made a, a race of males. 
that would not mate. You know, they'd just hang around all day long. They made it, um, they just got to make the females, and it took them decades to get it right to make the first humans that were um, greedy. They also had this place when they came to Earth called the um, Eden. It was a place of um, garden, water, food, because they ate fruit like we did. And um, it's called the Garden of Eden or Eden. I can't, I can't remember the correct spelling for E D I N or E D I N or something like that. Eden. Mm -hmm. So, um, and all this kind of collaborate with the story of the Bible, word for word. So the two brothers, as they created the humans, now Inky did not like the humans. He told his brother um, and Lil that the humans get too smart. They were breeding too much. He didn't want them to overpopulate. And he wanted them to stay basically dumb and slaves like they get. But Enlil, I mean, um, uh, yeah, Enlil, he really loved, I mean, I mean, Inky really loved the, um, Inky loved the humans, and Lil did not like the humans. Inky, um, uh, loved the humans. He educated them. He taught them, um, architecture and math. Um, he taught them to value of trinkets like coins and stuff like that so that we can give these value. He gave, he taught the humans um, like power, keep the bloodline of the original Anunnaki pure, originally the ones that were mixed um, and so forth. So when the Nibiru came back around again, um, oh, I'm going to pull over up here. Um, Inky and Lil and the rest of the Anunnaki's wanted to go back to Nibiru. And they left, promising the humans that they would return. And they left. Another 30,000 some odd years go by, Nibiru came back around. Um, and all this, every time Nibiru come around, there are records showing that something happened on a very large scale to the planet. Volcanoes, ocean floods, so forth, so forth. Okay? When they came back, um, to this planet here because we built temples and shrines to show them where we were. Um, and Lil was very upset because the humans have populated the planet. They built all these temples and pyramids and, um, and uh, he was very upset. So he started destroying everything on Earth, Tower of Babel. Um, and as, as um, Enlil is destroying this, Inky was upset. Now, you know how half-brothers are. Half-brothers always fight all the time, you know? Brothers fight all the time. Mm -hmm. So, um, Inky decided to call a meeting between the humans, the Igigis, the other race of beings called the Draconians. They were the reptilians um, called the race, but did not invite Enlil. So when that came about, there was a great, great battle between these two brothers. I mean, they fought. And uh, Enlil ended up falling back to Earth, crashing Earth in his ship. His brother came down here in front of all the people that was here. They got to fight. And, I mean, he really fought his brother to the point where he assaulted them. He, he, he sucked the assault from everybody. And um, then he damned them. He imprisoned them forever. So um, that, kind of, that story there with the Anunnaki's um, clashes exactly like with the Bible, you know, because the because and Lil reminds me of Cain and Abel, you know. Um, I knew 
is the 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 gods of all gods. He he is the one that created and got technology for everything across the universe. So so and then we have um a king, you know, she, you know his wife, you know, she's known as the uh the what the uh South American uh celebrated was the Virgin Mary, Virgin Mary and stuff. Um so and and, and if if humans, if we all to get together and research the story of the Anunnaki today, literally, it is written in our DNA. Like, literally. And you can go look this information up all for yourself. It's, it's, it's very easy to access. You understand, the powers that be don't hide the information from us. They just don't, they just don't tell us that it's there. So if you don't know about something that, you, don't, you can't find anything that you don't know about. Was on what I'm trying to say. So, and they're banking on um, us not looking for this information, us not caring this information. So, if you look at the, the human as we are today, um, how we are, um, you can see in our DNA that we are out. We were we didn't just come to be out of mud and clay and and a great divine. And don't get me wrong, folks. I'm not saying that. God does not exist. In fact, um, I pray to God every day because the, the great divine God, the the, 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 the one that's responsible for everything, including the Anunnaki, does exist. Um, and it's evident everywhere. We can we can literally detect God. If you know your science, you know what you're looking for, you can literally detect God. It's been everything. Like, like a random rock laying on the road is mathematically correct. That's not done by nature. That's done by design. Every design has a design. Um, but what I'm saying though, oh, in the creation of everything, because it just says the beginning, God created the universe. He created the heaven, which is the universe. Millions and millions and billions and billions of years before he even thought of the earth. Before the earth was even spoken. And then God created the earth. So, before the earth, was everything else? There were there were beings there long for us and everything. And then of course, you know, um, I have a little discrepancy with the Bible, of course, because you know, um, the Bible is inspired by God. But here's my problem. I have no problem with that. If the book is inspired by God, like Stan Lee inspired all the movies I love to watch, like the the Avengers and stuff like that. You know, he inspired it, and um, you know, and there's movies. So God inspired inspired um the bible but it was written down by man evil men that still exist today these are the same men that separate us that gave us names like blacks and whites and hispanics he's the same evil men that gave us things like uh, uh vaccinations tobacco alcohol uh, uh, um, uh, uh, um, racism, sexism. You know, these are the same individuals. Um, so let's talk about these individuals. Let's talk about, oh, let's see, who's the, who's the famous superhero in one of the Bibles? Uh, King James. Do you know who King James was? What did he, what'd he do? What, 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 was, what was King? Was he a good man? Was he uh, like the Pope? Did he fed the hunger, educate the uneducated? Did he build homes? Like, who was King James? Let's talk about uh, 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 um, uh, Alistair Crawley. 
And this is how I beg to differ, okay? Because you know, I have to, I have to, we would say that God used different people that were not perfect in any kind of way and to for his for his greater good for his greater cause but that don't make no sense. that would that cost that that doesn't make sense to me because why would why would you use someone that's not perfect to give information to seek me which is I am perfect it doesn't make sense to me. That gives God an emotion, like in a human emotion. Why would why would God do that? And now I could say God can find the perfect man or woman and give this information to, and then the evil men, Jesus, beat the shit out of them and hung them on a cross. It, it doesn't make sense to me. Certain things that religion said that God said and did. Conflict with everything that you see and read today. I'm like that doesn't make sense. Well, even either way that you want to put it, right? So if we was to get deep into the depths of things, right? We know that there is no human on this earth that is perfect, period. We strive to be in the most absolute perfect way that we think that is we are supposed to be. So if we look at it within that way, however God's word was being put out. You're not supposed to look at the person. You're supposed to look at the word. But the word was written by the person, and the only people who taught us was the person who wrote the word in the book. But who created word, though? But, uh, no, 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 no. no. Who created word, born, though? But who was when who created word? If if God said to you, one, you ever played the game in, in school where you whisper in one child's ear, and at the time you get the other end, it's something totally different. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so you're telling me that I. Some person going to quote unquote hear the word from some supernatural being or entity or whatever that individual, then that individual writes it all down the book, right? And then hand it book. So, to my, so I'm gonna just tell you my personal belief with it at this point. My personal belief is this throughout thousands and thousands, I mean, scientists tell us that Earth has been here for. For over 4 billion years. So let's just say for over 4 billion years, these cultures and different people and everything were telling their story of how they felt creation happened in the beginning. And they told that person and that person told that person. And now we got a hero and a savior to come save and rescue us. Now, there is things in the Bible that you can absolutely concretely say is the it, it goes within history. There is evidence that it does exist or it did happen. But also, you can also go to say just like that theory that you're talking about, that person going from one person to the end of the line and the story is completely, totally different. But the basis of things are still there. So you're saying that the Bible is um, is a controversial and also a, um, uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Contradicting. I, it's, it's, I feel like the Bible has truth, lies, um, it has inspiration, what, all, it has conflict, it, it has everything. That's what a book is about in the first place. Right. So then concretely, it's not all the word of God. Can't, can't, I can't 
just uh I, I can't uh what is the word? You can't confirm or deny it. Right. Okay. So here, here's my question. Okay, so I had two questions here and I got off track with that. But so and, and keep it keep in mind keep in mind that okay, so when it comes to God, we believe in God. But once once it goes past God, this is where conflict and, and, and conflict of interest happens for me as an individual. So first of all, I'm saying, what would you consider the perfect human? What is the ideal perfect human? What do you have to be, man or woman, to be a perfect human? Well, I go to differ with that. So let's let's just start with the basis of my religion and what me growing up would have been a perfect human would have been the story that was told for me told to me about Jesus that is the perfect human that what the, is the perfect human now me at 30 something years old that uh -huh. has dug in a little bit deeper i feel like there is nothing perfect period to me okay it's a so, yin and a yang okay. like really that, I mean, okay. I'm perfectly with per I'm perfectly perfect within myself. If that so makes sense, I, I think I don't think that I, I personally think that perfect human doesn't exist because nobody can be. Uh, Jesus wasn't even perfect. I mean, there's there's a whole lot going on with that. Okay, um, so even Jesus wasn't perfect. You know, so okay. And the next question is that, hey, what is the perfect what is the perfect human to you and Will you agree or disagree that all that you know about the Bible and everything else um, in your lifetime up to now, you were taught by someone else? And whoever you were taught by, you took their word that that was the word, correct? I, yeah, I can agree with that. Okay, okay. I mean, you have, you have to be. Because when I was coming up in church, I took the word of my mothers and my aunts and the elders because that was the word. Until I got old enough to start finding discrepancies in their word, which made me question the word of the Bible. Because here's, here's my here's my Okay, thing. so like, this is where I think there is a, a misinterpretation of things. Like at the end of the day, these people were telling their stories and what were going on um, from what they saw, from what they interpreted, <laughs> from what I know, but just 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 hear me out from what uh -huh. they um felt. I mean, there are things that goes on within my life that I can, you know, legitly write down and journal. And to me, that word could have come absolutely from God. You get what I'm saying? So it's like it's just it's just different levels to it to me. Okay, so so to hit, this, this this is the point I'm trying to get to. So when 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 I go through the Bible, see, because see, I call it, I have this thing called the one way teaching. Um, Christians know the Christians. Um, Jews know the Jewish. The Amish knows the Amish. The you know everybody has anybody. Nobody nobody takes the time to. Get together and and merge this information. That's what basically what the Bible is is the form of information because you know we in knowledge because we will if we lack in that now knowledge and information, you know we're going to end up perishing. You know, and, and this this is God's word. I thought we're perishing to the lack of knowledge, not 
because you're sinful, because you question God, because you smoke cigarettes, because you slept with your neighbor's wife. No, no, no. You're going to perish because you lack in that knowledge. Because that's what you need to find the Father, the God, the great divine is knowledge because everything is knowledge. I mean, literally everything. And, and I said from, from a religion and a science um, that um, standpoint. So my whole thing is that here we are because God said no one should, should worship any other God but me, right? And I take that to heart. So when God said no one should, should worship any other God but me, when it, when, I, when it comes to God, that's where I start and that's where I stop. Everything else below that, I just chuck it up to one human to another human because I only know what one other human took and I take the word until I do my own research. Now, I have took the time in the last 30 years and did my research. How many of you read the uh, Disney Scrolls, the Emerald Tablet, the Quran, the Book of, uh, 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 of Enoch, the Book of Thoth? Um, um, any type of other research other than what you take there, and I know you have um, in the time that you've been doing it as well since you and I have been talking about this stuff and everything, because if you do so, what you see will be there. Because if you talk to a lot of church-going people, God-fearing people, whatever you want to call them, religious people, and you talk to them, and they truly believe in their religion, and I respect that, but they still have doubts, questions, concerns, so forth. But what stops them from doing, going any further is fear. Which you is the one it's most fear, but some people just feel like that is their truth. That's what they believe. That's what they go upon. You know what I'm saying? I've, I've had the opportunity to, wait a minute, I've had the opportunity to um you know, a lot. Uh, I, okay, I'm open to learning more, and that was because someone or something piqued my interest to learn more, or to seek more, or to figure out more. You know what I'm saying? And then things are drawn to me where I can get more educated. But like you said, there is a certain type of thought factor. Yeah, you can call it fear because at the end of the day, we are taught, hey, you're supposed to fear God. And within fearing God, that means this is law and this is what it's supposed to be. Yeah, which is a crock because it's fear, period. Keep in mind, I've spoken to reverends, preachers, uh, uh, um, altar boys. I spoke with these people. I had long conversations with these people. I had long conversations with the bishop um, when we converted my children from Christian to Catholic. Um, I, had, I had this conversation right here. We, I had this conversation. And the bottom line is, it is fear. Why should one fear God? Period. One reason. On anything. You go out here and murder 30 people. If you murder 30 people, men, women, and children, why should you fear God? Why? Why should you fear God? Why should God make you afraid of anything? Like in the Bible, when God came down to the earth, or God came to the earth, the ground shook with and fiddled smoke and fire. Why would God do that? If God wanted me to shut up right now, I would just shut up. It would just be, it would happen. And it would be so powerful that you won't even recognize it. That's how God works. That's the divine. 
in God. So where's the fear? God will put fear in me to shut me up. God will just say, more shut up and drive me crap. Boom, I'm going on down the road. And we won't even know. We won't even know it. It even happened. We won't even have a clue that it happened. Because God don't want to fear us. Why? Why should we fear God? Why are these people saying, don't, this, this conversation is blasphemy. It is sinful. Lord, if somebody's hearing this conversation, they're on the floor with their Bible speaking in tongues right now, drinking holy water. They're doing all that. And the only thing I can describe why they would do that is fear. But what are you afraid of? That's my question. Because most of them are going to say, well, I'm afraid that God's going to put me to hell. Why would God do that? Why would God say, God said my children will perish due to the lack of knowledge. What am I doing right now? We are having a conversation. And I am seeking knowledge. If you have it, give it to me. If I have it, here, let's research it. This is seeking. What is seeking? What is, what is, what is um, um, looking for God? What is becoming part of God? What is it? What we're doing right now? But at the same time, like I explained to you, as far as the Bible is concerned, or any book, the Quran, uh, the yep. Emerald Tablets, um, I'm not sure what Hindus read or what Buddhists read, but all of those things have some type of truth to it that, that you can absolutely say that it was influenced by God. Yes, that is absolutely true. It was, it was definitely influenced by God. But written by man because they believe their God is way different than your God. You see, that's how Jesus came about. Because when Europeans came over here, because before they came over here, or even involves up the Africans and, and the in the, the the jewels of those countries, we didn't know of no Jesus. Okay, who were your ancestors praying to? Because the same people that gave you Jesus, blonde hair, blue eyed white guy, were the same ones that called you. But yet, you still drop your knees and call through that piece. Well, you have to think about it also like this, right? Okay. I I, I really don't want to go into the racist factor of it, but I do have to say this much about it. Um, at one point in time, who we really don't know exactly who or what we were praising or serving. Um, before we became slaves. Um, after slavery, we were, I don't want to say taught, but we were taught, you know, we could not read. We weren't allowed to write. We weren't allowed to do any of those things or we'd be killed or hung. And the only thing that we had was the Bible. The only thing that we had was that hope for a savior. So in that part, I understand why people still gravitate to it. Um, <laughs> you're wrong. So what do you mean um, you don't know or we don't know who our ancestors prayed to? Okay, they this, we listen, me, you and I have research, but everyone does not have that research. Oh. No, do not answer the question. Your voice, your your voice. You, no, I'm you, not you, avoiding the question. You're, you're 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 disrupting the timeline. Those people then, our ancestors, not only they could read and write and speak a beautiful language, 
but they know who they taught, um, who they prayed to, and they called them by name uh, as well as documented them. And we have the documentation. Yes, we can research it now because this one-way teaching that was brought by the European still affects today, okay? And people need to start waking up from that one-way teaching because at the same time, they walk so, they run wait a minute. So you're telling me, so wait a minute, you're telling me before you, I'm not talking about, I, I, I say according to what we know. So before you did your research, you knew who your ancestors were praying to before they left Africa or wherever it was that they were taken away from. No, I did not know who they're praying to. And that's what I was saying. Research. But during my research, I did not have no idea. What made me suspicious, even as a kid, is that I'm in a church with a whole bunch of black people, and we got this one singular white guy up on the wall, and I had questions as a child because it did not feel right. And as I was in school learning about slaves and slavery and how they were handed this religion, right along with the Native Native Americans as well as the, the um the this uh. South American people. And, and that's what made me ask questions. So it took me 30 years to get this information that was stripped right from my face my entire life. Hmm. My entire life. So it's like my whole the whole thing is that our ancestors and our ancestors um, all prayed to a certain type of different way, to different gods or whatever you want to call it. And we were handed what we had today. Okay, or taught. Actually, we were brutalized to take it. We didn't accept it. We were killed. We were raped. We were tortured. We had no choice but to take that Bible. No choice. Because most of them slaves didn't want. Most slaves that came here were still speaking their original tongue. That's where they came from. That was taken from them. And, and, and on top of everything else, we started building, when we started coming out of the out of the dust from being enslaved. We were talking about our ancestors, our great 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 grandparents here in, in the state. Uh, <coughs> excuse me, as we started coming out of the dust and going back into our, our roots, this is when we were taught differently into what we have the modern man today, but um, black man today. But let's, let's not get off topic with the, with the race and stick with the religion. So mm. my, the whole thing religion is that religion, to me, I, I am very nitpicky when I pray every day and every night. Like I prayed before I had this conversation to God, God, my word, to give me the wisdom, to allow me to tap into the Akashic record, to get this information so that I can give it to my people and they can seek this information and they can get away from um what they need to and get closer to um, the father, our father, our father. So we all have the same father. Everybody across the planet has the same father. Mm -hmm. Okay, what color your skin is, where you, what your bloodline is, you you all came from the divine. The Anunnaki's prayed to a God. Mm -hmm. Who are their God? What, what, let's talk about their God. You know what I mean? So we all have this great divine. And, and again, I said that God is, we can detect God. We, we, we only have six senses, right? So we use the tools of science to, to enhance our senses. Like we, we, we can only see in 3% the color spectrum. Well, we need there are other color spectrum like x-ray and 
and gamma rays and, and infrared. We have these other color spectrum. We can't see with normal eyes, but we use these instruments to see these other spectrums. And when we do this, um, we see the evidence of what we only can explain as a creator. Have you ever seen a snowflake under a microscope? I have. I have a microscope set at home. Have you ever seen a star through a telescope? I have. I took photos with my phone and my, my telescope um, and looked out to the heavens and physically looked at stars from my um, playing field of standing here on Earth. Okay? So when I look out to the heavens of the stars and look underneath the microscope on what's here on Earth, it's almost identical. There's no difference. A star looks just like a snowflake. That is not by nature. That's by design. That's by God. And that's why I stop when it comes to religion. Everything else, I, I, I just turn the other cheek. And people come to me, and, 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 and all my listeners, listen, again, all the church scores, I don't care what the religion is, whatever it can be, take a deep breath. Go to your local library, which most of you don't do anymore because you've got the power of the, of the internet in your hands. Put those phones and tablets down. Go find the original books. Okay? They're there. Go to D.C., Library of Congress. Go look at those books down there. Go to a little small town in Hickville and go to the library and look at those books. The information is there. You know, take a trip to Egypt. Take a trip to the motherland, Africa, somewhere. Find, find the shaman. Talk to the elders. They will tell you this information. Um, and and just do your research. Open your mind up a little bit. Be more um, not transparent, but um, acceptive of information because it is there. It is there. It is almost our calling to do this. This is why we're having this conversation. It is our calling to do this because we're all trying to go to the same trying place. To trying to go back yeah, home. Trying to go back home. We're all trying to go. We're trying to get. Trying I'm to trying, I want to. I want to go to F home. That's where I want to go. I mean, I don't want to. They say. They say that. Um, I'm not sure. <laughs> one will come become many, and many will become one, and we right. all just trying to go back home. And I want us all to go because when it comes when it came to the Bible, here's my problem. I have many problems with the Bible. Then there are a lot of inspirational things in the Bible. I took you a lot of stuff on the internet that inspired me that came from the Bible. Like, oh, mm -hmm. that's. Freaking awesome. I love that passion that this guy or girl said because it inspired me. That came out of the Bible. You understand? But then mm -hmm. there's some things in the Bible I have questions about. Where the conflict comes in is having questions. When when I go to a preacher or rabbi, I go, hey, um, Ezekiel said this, 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 and this, and said it was an angel, but according to what I'm studying, researching, I don't think it was an alien, I think it was a spaceship. Then a preacher go, well, well, listen, first of all, you know, it, 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 it's all God's work. Um, and, you know, he's avoiding the question. And these are many preachers and reverends and stuff I go to ask the same question. I particularly do that because I want to know their perspective and, and, and if, if they look at me as if I should be burning in hell for asking that question. So, and one preacher did tell me that. He did say that, I, you know, it's blasphemy. It is a sin to question God. So I'm not questioning God, I'm questioning you. I'm questioning you. You're the one I'm talking to. So how's that? How's that blasphemy? You are you are a man of God, correct? He said, Yeah. I said, You are in this church to give the word of God, correct? 
He said, yeah. I said, so I need your word to guide me closer to God because I have questions to tell me to shut up and only listen to what you say. Well, that's slavery. That's, that's the punishment. And I don't think God would do that. If God is all everlasting, loving being, and when I pass and see God before me, and I say, my father, I have questions. I expect my father to say, sit down, son. Ask me all you want, and I will tell you. That's God to me. That's God to me, right there. But if God says, how dare you ask me well, questions? But if you look at it like even as a father or a mother, you don't have all the answers, do you? When your kids come talk to you, do you have all the answers? No, but I will guide them to where I believe they will find them. Mm -hmm. guide There's a company. You know, you say, I don't know. But I can't imagine God not knowing. God is all-knowing, all-loving. This is what was instilled in my head. First thing they said in church, God is all-knowing and all-loving. Okay. Then everything else goes straight to hell, right? Like, what was that all about? You go, it's like me walking around to my child going, I love you with all my heart. But how dare you ate my ice cream out of the freezer and smack the shit out of them over ice cream. But I love them with all my heart. Come on now. Come on. That that's that's not, you know what I mean? That that's not how I would imagine everlasting, knowing, loving being entity is. You know, we we we, we us humans have a habit of giving emotions, human emotions to things that are not supposed to have human emotions, like your dog or your cat or your fish. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're not human. Why are we giving them human emotions? You know? Oh, my because everything so- I feel like has a has feels and has some kind of conscience. Animals, animals do have emotions and feelings, but not em- humans' emotions and feelings. They can't write a textbook. They can't differ whether um, um, I'm horny or happy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it, it, they're different between our emotions and their emotions, even down to the smallest insect. I mean, even even the ant is considered the most smartest creature on the planet because of the way they live and they colonize um, and the way they do things and their communication. I mean, even grass has intelligence, you know? And, and this, this is my thing about how we can detect a higher, uh, uh, um, a higher being. But you know what? But but I but I was sitting here tonight, getting my information about the Anunnaki's and I mean, brushing up on some of my memories and stuff and everything. You know what? I, I come to conclusion, um, and and I hate thinking this way, but sometimes I often do, and that's just me. And for those who know me, know how I am. So I'm sitting here thinking, right? Mm-hmm. I say, wow, what if after all this and everything we do, all of us, everybody put the time of my one hundred years. They won't even know we even existed. It'll be a whole bunch of human beings that had no idea that consistent and in low even existed. Mm. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> That's the whole mess. Like, you know, I'm like, it's stuff that goes to my mind off. I'm like, hey, in one of the years, all that I do good. Uh, let's take the let's take it off Hitler. You know what I mean? All the what he did, they won't even, they won't even, just, if they don't go to the book, the text, they won't even, even have an idea. Hell, I have the kids today don't even know who Hitler is. That and is true. The yeah, the I've asked internet. my children and they don't know nothing about them. So, that's all you got. They, they don't even know who Elvis Presley is. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, who? What the hell? Was that a sticker or something? But, you know, so it's like me, I'm, I, I spent my life, I spent the last 30 years, plus years, maybe longer than that, asking questions and seeking God. Not Jesus, God, because I have a lot of questions about Jesus. I mean, you said you and I have been doing with Jesus. Like, come on. Like, like I, I thought that uh, uh, the wise men or the king found Jesus in the main, you know, on December the 25th. Because they didn't this man he's like two years old. Like, what? I think you I know? told you that, and I showed you what that was in the uh, Bible. Uh, and I'm like, you know, that, that kind of like, okay, so that, that gives me questions. And, and also validates when I say the difference between the word of God and what man, evil men, that there are evil men, there are 13 families. The, um, there's another book I've read about 20 some years ago called The Ten Unseen Men. I cannot find that book nowhere. I think it might be on Craigslist. I may have to go to the dark web and find it and download it. But it's called The Ten Unseen Men. And these are the guys who run the world. And we're talking about J.P. Morgan. We're talking about uh, 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 um, Rock, Rothschilds, Rockefellers. Um, you know, um, uh, uh, Westinghouse, these evil, evil men that literally the bankers, the big bankers of the world. So, um, and stuff like that. And then it goes right back to the queen. You know, we, we, we ain't going to start on her, you know. <laughs> we can, but we're going to be on this radio all night long. <laughs> you still there? I Hello? am here. I'm here with you. I'm here with you. So, yeah, but that's my whole thing, and and I like to. I hope um, all my listeners will take the time and you know do some research. Don't be in fear to ask questions about whatever religion that you're in. If you have questions, ask. And if you don't want to ask somebody because you might pray that they might be mad or they're going to oust you or or, or pray about you know, it. <laughs> pray exactly because we have this thing called the acoustic record. Look it up. I'm not going to tell you what it is. Look it up. We can tap into it. Who put the constant records there for us to, to, to tap into? God. It's there. We must seek the knowledge. We got to seek that knowledge. Because if we don't, we're going to be back and having this conversation again. We're going to have this conversation again. We had this conversation before. All of us. To some of you on the list, probably having deja vu right now. We had this conversation before. We're going to have it again until we get it right. That's how God is. How many people you got online? Nobody? Anybody? There's, there's a couple of people here. I would I love for you guys to comment, but yeah, please comment. Please, 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 please. Let's 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 spread some knowledge. Let's spread some love. Let's 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 get it in there. I have questions. Um, you guys hit me up on Facebook, Messenger, like you know, more what questions do you have? And I want to ask you some questions about certain stuff. You know, of course, I spent 30 years researching this stuff, so you know. Make sure you know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, and um, and I like I said, and I try to do, I try to, when I run across knowledge, I try to go out and seek uh, the knowledge myself. You know, go to places, um, dig into the earth, go read the actual tablets which, which are available on the internet. Um, uh, listen to scholars that, that are banned off the internet because they're telling stuff, talking like I'm talking, and you know, they're telling the, their side of the story, which is, you know, they're true. But, um, and please let me know. I'm, I'm very interested in this because I'm ready to go home. 
I was waiting on us and I'm ready to go there. Now I'm not, not saying I'm suicidal or anything like that, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Of course, I want to live up here. I want to raise my kids. I want to be want to grow old, whatever the case may be. Experience the human side of this, but at the same time, you know, I don't want to come back here because you know, according to those, that he's telling the story that makes me kind of upset because I don't want to come back. <laughs> I don't want to do this again. So, so um, but yeah. So I mean, that's kind of a tidbit about you know, um. The little religion thing, the Anunnaki's, um, you know, when it comes to the falling angels, um, a third of the angels fell to earth with um, uh, Enlil, or the Satan, because Satan also had many names. It was uh, uh, Ogo. We can go into that story another day. We just stick into the Anunnaki's right this moment. So you know, it, it, it's the their their word, their Bible, their the the Sumerian tablet is word for word right along with the Bible, right along with other um, oh, what's wrong? And the Tower of Babel, I mean, from what what they said, Tower of Babel was like everybody was unified. Like it's like right now, if everybody in the world, regardless of your language, your color, your race, whatever, we all come to one place and merge. And we're as a as a race of humans, we are so intelligent collectively. We, it, 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 it's amazing. And Enlil didn't like that, so he destroyed the Tower of Babel because he thought that we were learning too much. We were too much like them. Enlil said, "We must destroy the humans because they will come to heaven and destroy it." Is what Enlil said. That was that was worth in the uh, the Sumerian text. This is why he destroyed the Tower of Babel. But the Bible says something different. Hmm. The Bible says something totally different. They said God destroyed the Tower of Babel. They said God destroyed the Tower of Babel. Huh? I said it does say that. Yeah, they said God, but but according to the Sumerian text, Enlil, because he did not like the humans. Hmm. Did not, he did not like the humans at all because he thought they were smart, we were too much like them. Because his brother, Inky, created us in his likeness. And here's a tidbit of it. The the Anunnaki, um, they had a lot to do with the uh, creation of humans, but it was their sister, the geneticist, the goddess of fertility, the one who actually did this, the beta. He the one that actually spiced our DNA. So if you go to our DNA chart, to uh, chromosome number two, right? On the end of chromosome number two, there are these things. There's like a little um, gummy stuff called uh, 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 telomere caps. Telomere caps on the end of chromosome number two, and this is how age works. Once um, those caps start dissolving off the chromosome number two, number two, we start aging. When the caps fully dissolve, we get old, we die. That's how that's how it works. Um, she was the one that did that to our DNA because. Before the humans that were created before us, we were we were a lot taller, we were a lot stronger, we were a lot smarter, and we lived for thousands of years. This is how some of the pharaohs lived for thousands of years. This is how some of a lot of the kings ruled nations for thousands and thousands and thousands of years because they didn't have telomere caps on their um on their DNA number two until they came back. And the reason why we had the Great Flood because when Nibiru came back. Um, to to when it came back to our solar system, 
and um, the Anunnaki came back, Nibiru has a way of affecting the planet Earth. It affects all the planets in the solar system, but it affects Earth by heating up the Earth. This way it melted all the polar caps, and thus we had the Great Flood. We had the Great Flood. Because, so, and, and, and I've talked about this with, again, a lot of preachers and rabbis and church-going people. I had this conversation. So we talked about the Great Flood. Um, and there, there, there was a Great Flood. There's evidence everywhere that there was a great massive flood. That is absolutely true. Um, but it wasn't all over the whole world. No, it, well, the, the world don't. The, when it comes to the whole world, the, the Earth is covered in seventy-three percent water, ocean. So the land mass is only like twenty percent. There's not much land on comparison to the Earth. So if the polar caps were to melt, let's just say um, uh, 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 three hundred miles of, of the iceberg, three hundred mile wide iceberg, with the break off the polar cap and melt. The ocean will rise about three feet. That will wipe out Florida. It will wipe out all the coastlines. The water will come all the way in to right about uh, uh, mid Texas and Utah. California will be completely underwater. That's just that's just two hundred miles of, of an iceberg. Now imagine if the whole Arctic was to melt. We the whole there will be no land at. We'll be completely underwater. And and and, and, and um. And, and re when Nibiru comes around, he up Earth, part of the of the caps melt, causes the great floods everywhere. This is what happened to uh, uh, Atlantis. We we believe we found there's a lot of evidence pointing, according to Plato, there's a lot of evidence pointing to where Atlantis was. It's, it's in Africa. In fact, if you Google the Eye of the Sahara, and you look at the Eye of Sahara, you zoom in on you look at it, and then you go to Plato. Google Plato's description of Atlantis because Plato was there and Plato wrote it about um, Atlantis and you will get an exact match. And you will also see where in that part of Africa where it was all washed off into the um, Indian Ocean. You can literally see it from Google Maps how all the dirt goes one way into the ocean. Like there's a massive landslide, a massive flood. But mainstream education, educa educators and science don't talk about that. They, they say something totally different. Where, you know, you go to another country, they tell you what it is. So, interesting stuff. Do your research. You will be surprised. Hit me up. Call me. <laughs> Just saying. Give me your knowledge. I have a lot to give. It is very, 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 very interesting. Whether you believe it or not. It is something to look into to pique your interest. Just to, you know, they say curiosity a, kills the cat. I have a friend, him and I love him to death. With him, I was talking about this and everything. And every time I was had this conversation with him, you could hear the anger in his voice. He's like, no, no. There's only be so many people going to heaven because the heaven doors are so small, but the doors of hell is wide. Everybody's going to pray. Somebody stole even the people who, the people who are not aware of said religion. Will parrot. That's right. Even tiny people who don't believe in Jesus, even the Buddhists who don't believe in Jesus, even Africans who don't even know who Jesus is, will perish in hell because they don't know Jesus. That's right, because Jesus is the Son of God. And I'm like, but touch that. Listen to what I'm saying. And he didn't. He didn't want to open up his mind. He didn't want to. And I don't blame. I mean, I, I, I'm not trying to force him to, but I was trying to broaden his horizon a little bit and, and make him see. Other than that, one-way teaching, especially as a melanated man that he is, 
and I'm trying to point to my, you know, brother, there's this, this is there's a difference. And for some way, and I and and I take I when I take that, this is why I'm very careful when it comes to religion. There are people out here that take it that serious so far to their heart that they will not only set you out of their lives, they will kill you for it. And that's understandable again. When you're talking about a savior, you have to look at the world around us. You're looking at it in the eyesight of how society, media, how they want you to perceive the world to be. Let's put it that way. Yeah. The savior looks absolutely great. You get what I'm saying? Things yeah. hope for is it's something way better than this. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to hold on dead to that. Like, that's just it's how, not true. Hold on to it. Exactly. I'm, going, I'm just saying that I'm going to hold on to it. And if you grew up in that way, you believe that wholeheartedly. Yeah. That is exactly what it is. The, um, a certain experience that you have felt that will absolutely, whatever you're saying doesn't make any sense because I've had experience with this. So I truly believe, you know what I'm So you got to, I don't know, when it comes to things like that, you have to be very careful. But at the same time, the only thing I want people to do is to just be um, open-minded because just as uh, we are said, quote unquote, Christians, there are Buddhists who have had their experiences and whole, whole, wholeheartedly how they feel and what they believe. Also with Muslims and every everyone else in the world, look at the stuff that's going on with Israel and Palestine right now. Like this is all pointless. We are all one race. We are all mm -hmm. one people. We are all looking for one great divine we are all looking for the same thing the same person the same feeling the same joy the same peace the same happiness and the same love so thank you for letting us know that there is another story out there in about the you know creation and where it may have come from and hopefully next week you guys will hear about some more yeah how about that I have some more. I have it. It's right here. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On that note, we're going to close out. We love you guys. We pray that you have an awesome. Hmm? So already oh. we just got to sing some songs and everything. Like, what oh, what <laughs> We've been here for a whole hour. What you want to do? What, what more do you want to do? What? Well, we can. We, I, 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 got, I had a little song we could play uh, that I saw some people singing on uh, TikTok that they it's called uh, Jesus is my nigga. Oh, no, that? let's not. Let's uh, not. Let's, <laughs> let's not. Let's, it's time to shut nigga. it little down. <laughs> Good night, everyone. I hope we learned oh. something new today. But again, we come in peace and love. Good night. <laughs>